Hello and welcome to my podcast, World Policies, How It Works. Today is lesson 29 of To Be or Not To Be, part 4. Putin visited Finland in June-July 2016 in conjunction with Russia's up-to-date biggest readiness control exercise, which was carried out on August 25th to 31. 2016. It was an informal visit and according to Russia they didn't sign any agreements. Sauli Ninister and Putin discussed the relations between Finland and Russia and the situation in Europe. Before that Putin and the Finnish president Sauli Ninister met as recently as March 2016 in Moscow. NATO held a summit in the first week of July 2016, where it was agreed to deploy four reinforced battalions in the Baltic countries and in Poland, which Russia naturally opposed. At a previous meeting in Finland, the moderate Moderaterna equals the alleged right-wing political party in Sweden, Karin Enström Vice Chairman of the Swedish Parliament's Foreign Affairs Committee, criticized Ninister for meeting with Putin. Ninister replied that Sweden does not keep up with what is happening in the world and that e.g. the United States has an active dialogue with Russia. But you have to understand that Finland is cornered by Russia and that it was no coincidence that Putin took a trip over the border in conjunction with the Russian mass mobilization. What were discussed there can determine Sweden's fate. The country that wants to annex the Baltics and is located in the east gain a a huge advantage if they undisturbed under false pretenses that no NATO land is going to be affected. First can seize the large Swedish island of Gotland in the middle of the Baltic Sea. If they seize Gotland, they can create a total A2AD anti-access area denial over large parts of Scandinavia and the whole of the Baltic Sea with advanced long-range air defense systems. I think that Russia will try to find cracks in the Swedish-Finnish relations. They hope that one country will not apply for a NATO membership without the other country also doing so and that there will therefore be no membership for any of the countries. In one way, the true Finns, political right-wing party in Finland, are dangerous which have worked to strip the Swedish-speaking part of the Finnish people of their civil rights. It may come back to haunt them. I believe that Finland is more dependent on hooking on a Swedish membership than Sweden is dependent on hooking on a Finnish membership. Finland with NATO's eyes, can probably be more easily sacrificed than Sweden. It can put Finland in a difficult situation if Sweden joins the NATO organization without a co-signing together with Finland. It's what happened when Sweden joined the EU. The Finns haven't forgotten. In the diagram uh, uh, at my webpage thestrategistcowboy.com you can see who the weakest link in the in the chain is. It's Germany. For my part, although Sweden is not a member of NATO, 
I am prepared to help def defend a NATO nation in the Nordic region, if it is small, like the Baltic states or Iceland. But promises of military aid without first showing that you are really prepared to follow up on it are not worth much. So I am ready, if I were in an authorized statesman, to let our Vispiklas corvettes and our submarines from time to time patrol the waters of the Baltic states in peacetime. I have already made a Baltic ex-officer assurances and thus I cannot back down. I am also ready to support Finland in different ways. But it doesn't matter what I say or even what our defense minister Peter Hultqvist says. If we do not have a plan for how to help, how the help should be ex executed in peacetime and in wartime or if we don't have the means to help in a decisive way, in any decisive way. We are not alone in not, in not having a plan. NATO lacks or lacked a functioning plan since the United States doesn't have any land-based perceiving, persevering deterrent like medium-range ballistic missile systems with versatile types of warheads like the Russian Iskandarian, which is deployed in Kaliningrad. The United States has phased out most of its tactical nuclear arsenal and the one that is available is not land-based, it is air and sea-based. <coughs> Excuse me. This is the fourth and last lesson concerning Sweden, Finland and NATO. I hope I haven't left the Finns with a grudge towards his, this patriotic Swede. I am prepared, prepared to help the Finns with whatever help we can allow, allow ourselves to give that to them. Even officers and fighting units in Swedish uniform. A, hy a hypothetic war in the 2020s will be much more qualitatively material focused than in the Russia-Finnish win winter war in 1939 to 1940. And I am afraid that we are not going to be willing to supply the advanced material the Finns are going to need without also controlling its con contributive forms. That means that wherever there is advanced Swedish equipment, it is going to be operated by Swedish personnel under Swedish command. At least if I have anything to say about it. But first we need a solid plan and, and binding agreements. Homework. Can Sweden and Finland prevent the Russia that Russia could find cracks in our Swedish-Finnish relations? If so, how? Please motivate your answer. Thank you and don't forget to read my webpage thestrategistcover.com where you can see the diagram also which I was speaking about in this lesson. So see you later alligator.